God bless you. This is Apostle Dr. Dornico Manning. It's time for Bible study. Time to get into the Word of God. Yes, we are on our time of relationships. We're talking about different types of relationships. And specifically tonight, we're talking about friendship, the dynamics of friendships, the way we need to view our friendships, the way we need to respect them, and the way we need to make sure that they are what they are supposed to be as far as friends are concerned in our lives. So let's get started in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you, praise you, honor you, and give you glory for all that you have done, all that you are doing and yet to do. We ask that you be with us in this moment as we go to study your word. Father God, let this word hide deep down in our spirits and in our beings so that whenever life trials and tribulations come our way, we can recall what we are learning and that the word will spew up through us like living waters to help us to stand and keep on standing. We honor you, we bless you, and we give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. You know, as we sojourn through life and as we go through um, different types of situations that require our attention, that requires our engagement, it's so important that we don't forget to build relationship with people around us who are being helpful, loving, kind, and resourceful to our lives. Friendship is a rare commodity nowadays. We can have a lot of associates, but to call someone friend, that is very rare. And then when you do find a friend, it is very important that you understand how to keep that relationship intact, how to honor it, how to uphold it. Because sometimes people take advantage of the fact that, oh, I know this person, they get comfortable with a person, I've known them for such and such years, and this, that, and the other. And we all grow at our own pace. We all differentiate in the way we deal with life at our own pace. And we have to be able to respect when we see growth and development in a person that we call or deem friend. So say, for instance, your friend may have decided that they want to go forth in, let's say, uh, um, real estate. And they decided and they made up their mind, I want to do real estate. I want to do um, real estate investments. And they're doing all of the work, the study and whatever. And maybe at this time in your life, you just want to be focused on just probably just being home. And you probably enjoy being home or whatever it is that you're doing. You have to respect one another's choices in life. You can't look at somebody and say, oh, you think you're better than me because you see them excelling or moving forward. Or, oh, you're lazy. You're not competent enough to want to do anything else because someone else is deciding to do something different. And this is a lot of times why friendships fall apart because people do not recognize the growth. They do not honor change. And sometimes they're not ready for change that may occur in individuals' lives. And this is something that we are going to talk about as it relates to friendships, because it'll give us a better approach on how we deal with our friends. If we don't have friends on how to make friends, all of these things are important because the greatest resource in life are human beings and human beings. You know, I know people say, well, I am an introvert 
or I'm an extrovert. Introvert means that you like to be by yourselves the majority of the time. Extrovert means that you're a social butterfly. You like to be around people. But at any given moment, all of us can flow back and forth between being an introvert and an extrovert. Because sometimes you just want your time by yourself. You want to just steal away. But then it's just sometimes when you're just like, okay, I have to be around people. All of us may, you know, I, the way we have viewed ourselves probably has changed drastically since COVID occurred. So you might once again put yourself in certain categories based on how you may be feeling, based on how much rest you are receiving, based on your health, based on your energy level. At any given moment, you can flow from being an introvert into an extrovert. But we're going to talk about, once again, friendship as soon as I can pull my notes up and how it pertains to who we are and how we relate to one another so that we are able to do what we need to do with honoring and respecting one another. All right. Go with me to your word to Proverbs 27. Proverbs 27. There we go. You know what? I have to take all of the markers out of my Bible. I don't know about you, but my Bible is marked up, is colored up. It has little tags and notes and arrows and everything because I use it. That's a used Bible. Is your Bible used? <laughs> Make sure you use your Bible. It's so important that we understand the word and we read the word so that we can nourish our spirit and our soul. All right. Proverbs 27, 9. Proverbs 27, Verse nine, it says ointment and perfume rejoice the heart. So so does the sweetness of a man's friend by hearty counsel. That's King James Version. Another version says a sweet friendship refreshes the soul. Man, when you read that scripture, I like King James Version. Uh, I do read other versions, but I like something about the King. It's just poetic to me. And um, I just like the way that's written. Ointment and perfume rejoice the heart. So doth the sweetness of a man's friend by hearty counsel. A sweet friendship refreshes the soul. This is how we can calibrate whether or not if a person is an associate or a friend. An associate or a friend. An associate may be somebody that you work with. You um, Somebody that you may um, feel do. You might uh, be assigned to certain obligations and some type of work duty, some type of assignment or project. And so you know how to communicate and you know how to work together for that purpose. But it doesn't go beyond that. That's what an associate is. OK, but a friend goes beyond that. A friend asks, how are you doing? And they just don't ask, how are you doing just to get your business? They are concerned about you. When you come around a friend or when you're in the presence of your friend, it gives you a sweetness and a joy. It says, so does the sweetness of a man's friend by hearty counsel, good counsel. Whenever you are around a friend, a friendship lift your spirits. You should be happy to see them. They're happy to see you. Um, you know, there, there's laughter there. Even if there's something that you don't agree upon, uh, you, you know, um, uh, my, my best friend, her name is Michelle Midget. Deaconess Michelle Midget, she lives in Oklahoma and she likes purple and I like orange. And, you know, if, if when I see her something, she shows me something and it's perfect. I'm like, purple looks good on you. She sees something in me or something on me that's orange. Orange looks good on you because we know that's what our, one of our favorites. We know what our favorites are. Uh, uh, we may not agree on certain types of music. You know, she has her special 
uh, uh, musical celebrities that she likes and artists that she likes. I have mine. And we might say a little something like, oh, you know, I think such and such sings better or has a better uh, uh, stage presence, this, that, and the other. And we might, little, you know, have a little quarrel. But at the end of the day, I know she has my back and I have her back. It doesn't cause for us to fall out of sync or out of love with one another. And that's the way we are supposed to be with one another when we call someone friend. A friend is not going to sit in your face and laugh and pretend and act as if everything is okay when it's not. A friend, if you, if this is what a friend does, if a friend feels that you have offended them, they're going to let you know and they're going to let you know right away. You know why? Because their intent is for the friendship to carry on. See, when a person does not have the intent, intent for the friendship to carry on, they'll say whatever they want to say out of their mouth. They'll talk to you whatever kind of way because they're not thinking beyond that moment or their feelings, because that's what a person who is just simply associated or they have a, they know they have some type of um, knowledge about who you are because of whatever the circumstance is. But see, a friend goes beyond that. A friend is going to say, listen, I heard you talking the other day and you said something that I felt was, um, you know, it, it, it sounded a little uh, uh, biased. And I just wanted to let you know that it offended me because I'm the type of person that necessarily does not agree with what you said. And I feel this, that in a way about, you know, what what you said. That shouldn't make you fall out. That shouldn't make you just, you know, get into blows or whatever. But friends, wise men argue, fools fall apart. Friends have wisdom with one another and say, oh, well, what did I say? How did I say it? This, that, and the other. And you come to the consensus of trying to get to a place wherein you establish a foundation where you continue to have the relationship and relate to one another accordingly. When you become, when you're around friends, a, a sweet friendship refreshes the soul. You can have a stressful day. You can, you know, feel tired. But when your friend calls you on the phone, they lift your soul up. They lift your spirit up. Even if you feel like, wow, I'm so tired. I'm, I'm ready to go to bed. That phone call from a friend, it'll do, it'll do something to you to make you say, oh, wow, wait, let me, before I lay down, let me get a five minute so I can get that hearty counsel in. Because a friendship refreshes the soul. So that's something to be mindful. It's an indicator. You gotta, you gotta make sure when you're around, if you're ever around people and you feel like you're walking on eggshells, if you feel like, okay, I better not say something, or if you feel you just, it just doesn't feel comfortable, that's not a friend. And see, a lot of us need to know what a friend is and what a friend is not. That's not a friend. A friend, you're gonna, they're gonna allow for you to be who you are. Because if anything should differ, you know, or if anything should be opposing, you should be comfortable to be able to speak about it, discuss it and get over it and move on. Once again, a friend should not, a friend is not someone who smiles in your face and acts differently behind your back or they sit at the table and they eat with you and break bread with you. And then they're holding or harboring something in their heart. That's not a friendship. That's not the, that's actually someone being fake and phony. Okay. Proverbs uh, 17, 17 says a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity. A friend loves at all times 
and brother is born for adversity. Sometimes siblings can be jealous again with one another because they feel like mommy or daddy like you better than me. Or sometimes it just happens, you know, the baby and the one that older, the oldest one probably have like, you know, uh, some type of jealousy because the baby gets more attention. Whatever the thing may be, it tells us in the word. A brother is born for adversity, but a friend loves at all times. That's how you measure it up. Does your friend love you just when you have money? Is your friend around you when things are hard? Is your, are, your, is, are your friends around you when you've lost a loved one or you feel as if, you know, you're at a loss at a certain time in your life? Where, where are your friends? That's, what, that's how you can deem someone as a friend because they love at all times. They're there. They're there. That's what a friend is. They're there. Uh, you have people that are around you just for benefits. They'll smile on your face once again and they're around you as long as you're giving them something. As long as you, as long as they feel as if there's some perks and being connected to you, they'll stay around. That's not a friend. And that, how do you find out what a friend is? Stop doing what you've been doing. Say, say, oh, I don't have it this time. I'm sorry. I don't have that amount of money to give you like I always give you when you ask. See how they react to you. That's how you, that once again, these are indicators to show how well a person is considered to be a friend. I know these things are not easy because I know a lot of us want, believe that uh, everybody likes us. That's not true. You should never go around. Some people, they have insecurities. Some people are still growing. Some people have not yet found their place or their niche in life. And sometimes when you come around, you aggravate the demons that they're trying to work on within themselves. And so they they necessarily, you may have never done anything to, to them, but they just don't like you because it's something about you that agitate those insecurities and those demons that they have to deal with. So we have to make sure that when we pray for, when we pray, we pray for people that's going to be in our lives that are going to be friends that are uh, there at all at all times. They're going to love at all times. It says in Colossians 3, verses 12 through 13, may I clothe myself in compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. May I clothe myself in compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. May I be patient with my friends and may I forgive freely like you have forgiven me. May I shine your light in my friendships, giving glory to you through all that I do, say and think. That's the way we are supposed to have our mindset when we think about our friends. You being a friend, how well of a friend are you? Are you someone that clothe yourself in compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness and patience? You have to be patient. And you have to be gentle. You have to have humility, compassionate, and you have to be kind in your friendships. You got to check yourself. You got to make sure that you are covered in those areas. May I be patient with my friends. May I forgive freely like you have forgiven me. Forgiveness is key because people, we make errors, mistakes. Sometimes it's intentional. Sometimes it's, it's not. But we have to be willing to say, I forgive and do it quickly and move on because God forgives us quickly. And that's something that's very important in friendship. See, sometimes we could do things and it's just like, oh, I, I, I didn't know. I, I can give you an example. I have two lovely ladies that God has blessed my life, blessed in my life. I mean, I, I, I really enjoy 
being in their presence. Um, I really enjoyed talking to them. And something came up, a misunderstanding came up. Something was done out of sync without um, full knowledge and communication being done. We spoke and we made sure we quickly spoke to one another and got that thing straight because we wanted to make sure. And we were saying we were, and to be honest, it was an outside party that created the confusion, confusion. But we amongst ourselves apologized to one another. We did it quick because we did not want to lose out on our friendship because we honored one another and we loved one because we understood the importance of keeping our relationship in sync. First Thessalonians 5.11 says, encourage one another and build each other up just as in fact you are doing. Encourage one another, build one another up. If you can't say anything good about your friend, that's not your friend. You know what? Uh, when, when it's time for people to to give accolades and you say, OK, can you come up and you say something? Sit down if you can't say anything. If you have to hesitate and think twice, you're not a friend. Just sit down and be quiet. You don't have to say anything. But real friends, they know how to get up and say, I thank God for my brother, because my brother and, and, and the Lord, he, he he's a person who's reliable. He's a person that's trustworthy. He's kind there. It just rattles off because you have seen and you have marked the good man. You have marked a good woman. You should, you don't have any hesitation when you're giving accolades to a friend because your spirit, your relationship and your spirit understands and relates to the spirit in them. Know, you, know who your friends are, know who they are. Because one, another way to know who your friends are, watch um, people who call you call you friends when it's time for you to be awarded or it's time for you to be recognized. Watch if they clap or don't clap. That'll tell you. Watch if they stand up or don't stand up. And I know sometimes people may have problems with standing up, but just make, mainly if they don't smile or clap their hand. Watch those for Those are the people that smile in your face and they're not genuine behind your back. Pay attention to those things. It's important. We got to know who our friends are because you can't call everybody a friend. We love everybody, but everybody can't be in that category of friend. It's a different kind of relationship. Ecclesiastes 4, 9 says two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. Let me tell you something. No man is an island and it's good to have a good friend. Somebody's going to help you think. Somebody's going to help you plan, strategize. Somebody that when you say, listen, what you think? I want to become a chef one day. And they don't sit and cry you down. Unless you're going to do that for They're going to say, listen, if that's what you want to do, you have you looked up and Google chef uh, culinary schools to become a chef? And have you tried this? What about your recipes? Have you pulled your mama's recipe? They go, they engage you and they encourage you to move on. That's the scripture two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. A, a friend is going to help you think. A friend is going to help you. You trying to lose weight? Okay. You losing weight? You want to come with me to the gym? You want to walk with me? Let's walk around the block two or three times. Come on. That's a friend. They see that you have a goal. They're not going to say, oh, they're not going to laugh at you and say, oh, you need, all you're going to do is just keep sitting in and, and criticizing you. Oh, you ain't going to walk there with it. They're going to say, come on. You said you want to go walking. You're going to, you, before you know it, they're knocking at your door. Come on. Let's do this 20 minute walk together. Come on, but you said you want to get this uh, weight off. You come on, let's do this together. That's a friend. A friend going to show themselves that they're with, working with you. That look, I understand you, you can do a lot of things on your own, but two are better than one. And there's going to be a good return on the things that we put our energy when we work it together. 
That's why it's a beautiful thing when people are in ministry and you can call one another friend. You can call one another and get into that relationship because see, when two or more, they come together, they are better and they are grateful for a great force. When you see ministries and organizations moving forward, because the mindset is that, look, two are better than one. You, you know, sometimes things, once again, we may not agree on everything, but we're not going to make that the big picture. We're going to look at what the greater good is, and we're going to press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling, and we're going to get things moving. We're going to mobilize. We're going to organize. We're going to strategize because two are better than one. And the labor that we put in, we're going to get a good return on it. Yeah. Do you know who your friends are? It's important. Ecclesiastes 4, 10, if either of them falls down, one can help the other up, but pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Ecclesiastes 4, 10, Ecclesiastes 4, 10, if either of them falls down, one can help the other up, but pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. No man is an island. We need, we need our friends. Let me tell you something. This, this walk, of salvation, you better have a friend who knows who Jesus is because sometimes you feel like, oh, when you get to a point where you say, I'm sick and tired of nonsense. Oh, I'm, oh, I feel, oh, I want to knock somebody out. You'll have a friend. Uh uh-uh, uh, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, lift, lift this spirit of frustration off of my friend. You know what? I love when I call my spiritual friends and before I, I say anything, uh, they'll say, and I'll say, look, I, right now, I, I have a lot that I'm thinking about and this, that, and the other. First thing, come on, let's pray, Dawn. Come on, let's pray. Let me tell you something. That's a beautiful thing when you got a friend that know how to pray. When, they, when you have a conversation and after you done vented and everything was said and your friend says, you know what? Come on, let's pray. Let's touch and agree that God going to move and change things. That's a friend. That's what you need in your life. Once again, we are talking about relationships. I'm giving you some nuggets so that you can go back in prayer and seek the face of the Father. Go over these scriptures again. Allow for the Holy Spirit to speak to you and give you a personal divine revelation. But wherever you are in your life, make sure that you have marked people that are going to be in your corner, not your circle. Because we can put a lot of people in a circle. But a corner, corner your friends, the people that are going to pray with you, the people that are going to support you, the people that are going to love you no matter what. The people that are going to tell you the truth, not smile on your face and say something else different behind your back. That's what we call a friend. I pray that this lesson on tonight will assist you in your life's journey as you connect with people who are great resources that you need in order to succeed in life. You got to have people in your life. You got to work with people. You got to know how to be a team player. You got to know how to have an ear to hear. You have to know how to deal with conflict. You have to also know how to mark a good man and a good woman. And you have to know who your friends are. And you have to know who are not your friends. May the blessing of the Lord continue to make you rich, adding no sorrow to it. I pray that he covers you and keeps you until we speak or meet again. Know that God loves you. Know that I love you. And whatever you do, continue to hold on to God's unchanging hand. God bless you.